Well, hello, I'm Sean Keith. I am the Sunday School and Discipleship Strategist for Louisiana Baptist. The Discipleship Matters podcast is hopefully your regular go-to spot to get information on how do we make disciples that make disciples. We want to thank you for joining us today on our podcast on networking. Our guest today joining us is John McClendon. We will be talking about how do we network with other people ministry professionals who might encourage us and help us, as well as be a help to them as well. He's the executive director of the Disciple Leaders Network. He's also served on church staff in multiple churches in Tennessee and other places, a graduate of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, uh, but also he's uh, served in, like I said, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, and Tennessee. He's been around the block. So I hope you will join us today and enjoy this time as we talk about networking in our podcast today. Uh, For those of us who are called into full-time ministry, networking with fellow professionals is a key to our emotional, mental, and spiritual health. You know, there are just some aspects of our ministry that church members simply don't understand. Sometimes we need somebody we can talk to and share with about our joys, our victories, our frustrations, and even our dreams for ministry in and through the local church. Over the years, I have made profound friendships that have been been there with me and walked with me through some tough times as well as to celebrate the good times. I am grateful to God for all those people who have inspired, challenged, and even at times constructively criticized me so that I might be a better man, a better husband, a better father, friend, and minister of the gospel. So joining us today on our Discipleship Matters podcast is the executive director of the Disciple Leaders Network. This organization is also known as the Baptist Association of Christian Educators. So today, John McClendon, we welcome you to the Discipleship Matters podcast. Well, it's great to be here, Sean, and I hope I'm one of those profound friends you were mentioning. Amen. <laughs> Definitely you are. So, so, John, talk a little bit about the Disciple Leaders Network, the changing of the name and its mission and purpose and what it is you're trying to accomplish through that. Well, Disciple Leaders Network is, is a ministry for leaders who's, who need the skill set and the relationships in order to help the church successfully uh, implement their ministry of equipping the church to make disciples, Sean. And we know there's 47,000 churches out there. That means there's a lot of leaders. And those leaders need connections and they need each other and they need information that will help them do the best job that they can in the position that they've been called to serve. Right. Well, what are some of those positions that need this kind of professional network? What are some of the types of people in local church that might need that? Well, it's almost a moving target today, as you know. Amen. Yeah, I know. There used to be the term minister of education, and many churches had somebody in that position, but now there's all types of positions. So it could be someone who has the role of discipleship pastor. It could be someone who is in the role of um, uh, an adult ministry leader or maybe men's ministry or women's ministry. It could be the associate pastor, an executive pastor, or senior pastor in some churches, especially churches that don't have another staff person responsible for helping the church. Yeah, in reality, you got the, the small group, the small church pastor who really could connect with other folks who might have some information or some ideas or suggestions. So in that networking Absolutely. partnership, yeah. we can, so let's talk, 
talk about some specific things that the Disciple, uh, Disciple Leaders Network can do to help a local professional minister in their disciple-making ministry? Well, there are several things that we want to do. One is we want to connect leaders with other church leaders. Right. And that means in this, uh, not just church leaders in, within local churches, but state convention leaders, associational leaders, seminary leaders, other SBC entities. So we're here to try to help foster and encourage those lifelong relationships. And we do that through a variety of ways. One is our annual conference. Other uh, uh, things we're launching this year that will be helping and encouraging that. Another thing we want to do is help church leaders find solutions and resources and ideas that are both practical and can quickly accessible so they can create their uh, discipleship strategy that will lead to success. Right. It and could even, the, yeah. It could even engage, yeah. uh, engage them in really. Um, taking this information and processing it with someone else who might be a network partner. Absolutely. Because uh, you find ideas, you find resources, but then you connect with people. Because right. it's not just about the resource, it's about the relationship. Yeah. And, and through those relationships, I mean, you and I both know we learn an idea, but then when we talk about that idea with other leaders who have a like mind, who are similar to us, who do things like we do, then we come up with great ideas and God uses that kind of like the iron sharpens iron concept in the scriptures. Yeah. And that genius moment, they said that, that you may have heard something and begin to process that, but when you're sitting around the table and actually talking about how you might apply it, that's when those real moments happen that you might actually execute say, Hey, Oh, this, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Absolutely. And then you got that friend, not just the resource, but you got that friend you can call and say, hey, thinking about doing it this way. And they say, hey, that's a great idea. Have you thought about this as well? So there's all kinds of things and, and it's all interrelated. The ideas, the resources, the people, the, the, the companies you might connect with or other entities you might connect with. It all is interrelated, and we've missed some of that over the years. Yeah, we have. Well, John, you and I have been friends for a long time. You know, I mean, I, I am grateful for our friendship and our partnership over the years, but let's talk about those people out there in the professional world uh, who are in ministry. Sometimes they can be an island on an island. They, they isolate themselves from other ministers. So in your opinion, how important is it is it for those of us who are called to full-time ministry, how important is this for us to develop and maintain a network of friendships of like-minded ministry professionals? Well, Sean, I can say it's important and we can and, and stop right there, but most people, okay, so tell me, tell me how it's important. So, well, one thing we know, we know that there was a Lifeway uh, research recently that focused on primarily senior pastors they said 69% of those pastors needed friendships. Hmm. That's what they longed for. And then just the other day, I read an article that said in Romans 16 that Paul mentions 30 people that he was close to, 30 friends that he had. And you know, he didn't have Facebook, texting, email, cars, <laughs> or planes, but he had these friends that he stayed connected with and, and they encouraged one another and he was encouraged by them and he encouraged them, gained ideas and suggestions and direction. So, you know, friendships are so vital and you and I both know, I think you and I, for example, our friendship, if I remember correct, correctly, you and Pam and, and Becky and myself, we met at a youth ministry conference yeah. in Nashville 
on a riverboat cruise. That's all right. We sure did. <laughs> and that was a, I call it a random meeting, but God would say it was an ordained meeting because, you know, that was years before we ever connected it, reconnected at Lifeway. It was a long time ago, John. And <laughs> it was, a, we won't talk about how long ago. Exactly. Okay? That's right. We were, we were uh, teenagers, but, uh, but then, then we reconnected at Lifeway and got to serve together and share ideas together. And I got to complain about your driving. That's right. Amen. That's right. (laughs) But, but, but then that's led to friendships beyond Lifeway because neither you nor I are at Lifeway now, but we continue to be friends and we ask about each other's families, but we also share ideas. It's so important. And I think it's what's so important about this also is the fact that we have to make time for that. I mean, yes, you know, these things don't happen accidentally. We've got to spend time, you know, working on that. We've got to we got to exert the uh, the energy to actually engage other people and develop our networks. And you and I, we, we you know, we've valued friendships over the years, and so we've sought those out. We've we've worked on those. We developed those. What what are some ideas or ways that uh, the disciple leaders network can help foster those engagement opportunities? Well, again, the Disciple Leaders Network is just imagine it's a larger hub of a lot small of a lot uh, of many, many more opportunities you have. But for us, we have our annual conference. We're launching a thing called a um, a D5 framework where we'll bring the people together in smaller groups around the country. We also try to push out ideas through our blog and give you resource ideas and people you can connect with. We have our lunch and learns, but that's not just happening. Uh, that's a national level where you get to know people beyond your state or beyond your city or beyond your region. But the fact is, is it really starts with just looking for friends where you are. Right. And sometimes those friendships do get connected from the larger network. And then you realize, hey, they're just down the road from me. Let's visit. So you're able to do that. So it really is a a, a hub for helping you begin those relationships. And let me say that networking, we use that term a lot and it's come from the business world, but in the, from the, from the biblical view, it's really more than networking. It is truly friendships and uh, co-workers, co-laborers. community. Together. It's that community. It really right. is. Yeah. And, and it's community where you pick up with someone that you haven't seen in sometime 10 years, but it's like you pick up right where you left off. Right. You yeah. know, and because you, you, you're like-minded. And you gain strength from the, those relationships, well, even if they're long distance relationships. Let's think about the person maybe who's just starting in their ministry. They're, they're new or young in ministry. Whether well, they're young in reality, that they're new in the ministry. What do they do to go about setting up their network? I, I mean, how many how many do I need? How many? What types of friendships and relationships do I need? And why are those things important? Well, you know, Sean, I don't really have a formula there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you need to. Come on. I need to have a formula. <laughs> but, you know, I know there's going to be some some people that, that will meet, you know, let's say at an associational meeting or a uh, state convention meeting, <clears throat> that we pick up a friendship that becomes a, a long-time friendship, like our friendship, Sean. Right. Uh, but then there are some that become just periodic relationships where we pick up the phone and call them. Um, How many do you need? I think the biggest uh, question is, are you willing to reach out and find those people? Yeah. 
I think today we live in a world where it's convenient to not talk to people, to not build relationships, or just to do it through a text or an email or a Facebook. But I think the relationships need to go further than that. So, hey, find just look for one. Look for one person. Find that person down the road that you can have uh, coffee with periodically or lunch with. I have friends like that right here. Yeah. Uh, and, and just spend some time with them, uh, bend their ears. Don't just talk shop, talk about home, family, but then find those people that you can pick up like you, Sean, you're a friends, you're a friend to many people in the state convention, to the many church leaders in the state convention. Not all of them would come to your house for a hamburger cookout. Right. Yeah. But, but, and you'd probably be scared if they all showed up on the same day, <laughs> but, but at the same time, those are people that they trust you. So they call you Yeah, and you, you, you have a passion for helping them. So you check on them periodically. So there's different levels where yeah. that comes into play. And I don't have a formula, but the, the main thing is don't hide. Yeah. I think in one hide. thing, if yeah. I can expand a little bit too, it's, it's yeah. one thing for me getting networks for my benefit, but also right. I need to network with people for other people's benefit too. Absolutely. So I need to go to those associational meetings. I need to go to those state convention meetings. I need to go to these other opportunities with other ministers and other fellowships and, and not just Baptist, you know, I mean, right. Even yeah. yes, in the smaller towns, Methodist and Presbyterians and, you know, have the interesting conversations, but networking is, is not just what I get out of. It's also what, how I minister to other ministers. Correct. And let me say, too, that when you're networking or building relationships with co-laborers in Christ, people who do things similar to what you do on church staff, people who are called, you're not going to agree with all of them. And and our job is not to go in and try to win a fight, but our job is just try to encourage one another. And yeah. obviously, there are some people, you know, theologically, where it'll be difficult to have friendships that go beyond maybe just praying for one another. But at the same time, we can learn from one another. And, and it's kind of a balancing act at that point, because obviously I don't agree with everybody who's a close friend with me or <laughs> a relative, you know, who's a believer. You yeah, know? let's just talk about politics. Why not? That's right. Oh, yeah. Especially today, <laughs> we're very polarized. And if you're not in my camp, you know, I don't don't get me started on this, but I'm not really a tribe guy. You know, the term tribe that people yeah. use, because mm -hmm. all I can think of is tribal warfare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and we're not in this to create a tribe. We're yeah. in this to build a body. And and we're part of the body of Christ. We're not part of a tribe. Yeah, that's right. And, and uh, we need to overcome that, I think. That's well, for another day. Yeah. Let's just <laughs> watch break. my blog post on that. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, one of the things I think, you know, we talking about networking and stuff like that. Relationships are important. We need to be part of networks, but also yeah. people out there need to be a part of networks. But we also need to recognize that there's a great need for leaders. Leaders right. in the church, leaders also in our community, in our churches, uh, there's a shortage of pastors, shortage of people being called into ministry. It's hard to find some of these guys these days. So we need to also yeah. network with people whom God might be calling into the ministry. So we yeah. need to keep our eyes and our ears open. 
So now yeah. you've established the Disciple Leaders Network. That is your brand. Now tell yeah. us a little bit about the website. How can they find the website? How can they join, be a part of the Disciple Leaders Network? Well, you can go to disciple and the site is continually evolving. And eventually, if you're a member of the network, and by the way, anyone in, in, um, I almost said Tennessee, anyone in Louisiana, <laughs> uh, shame uh, any, on you. That's right. I know any church leader in Louisiana can be a part of this network for free. Uh, you, you get a, a membership that's, that's free. If you attend the conference, you get a discount because the, uh, uh, because of, of your relationship, but we're eventually uh, our member portal will include exclusive things just for members yeah. and that will be rolling out soon. So disciple-leaders.com uh, and watch right there and they can be a part. They can click and join and Sean, I'm sure you can share that code with them um, for, for um, uh, joining for free. Right. And um, uh, they just get involved. Watch, yep. watch for the news or just, Hey, just sign up and get the newsletter each week or yeah. month, our monthly updates that come out and, or partake, participate in a, um, uh, one of our lunch and learns. Yeah. One of the things that we're also establishing here in Louisiana as a part of that network, we are, we have the Louisiana Baptist Christian Education Association that we're renaming or rebranding the Discipleship Collective collaborative and uh that discipleship collaborative this podcast uh called discipleship matters podcast is a part of that new branding that we're trying to bring out just like uh the disciple leaders network is part of that rebranding a couple of things i want to get you to comment about in just a moment but we want to be able to like you're doing broaden the opportunity for more full-time ministry professionals to be a part of a network focused on making disciples that making disciples here in louisiana absolutely we have a a smaller number of people involved in christian education well somebody on that church staff is responsible for church christian education for that small group ministry for making disciples okay so that's what we want to do is we want to not only provide that but we also want to be able to uh, provide them resources and tools those are our major goals and objectives to try to provide insight resource tools and events that might help in this discipleship collaborative where we can have a conversation about how those things fit us in louisiana absolutely yeah let me say sean don't think about uh, I hear a lot of people saying, well, we don't have Christian educators on our staff. Well, we have disciple makers. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then there's someone who's responsible for equipping those disciple makers. Yeah. Yeah. Now, someone is, uh, or if, or the church is going to be, uh, struggling while Christian education was a term of the past, you know, many times now we think of that related to schools. So it really is something we need to to remember that, hey, there's somebody in your church responsible for equipping that church to make disciples. You may be that somebody. Yeah. Uh, So we want to help those people, and you do too. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, actually, (laughs) that's fine. It was at a perfect point there because I think we we have very um, symbiotic relationship, and that's what I want to highlight is the fact that Discipleship Collaborative and the Disciple Leaders Network 
is something that's partnering together to help our leaders to focus on that disciple-making ministry. Whatever that looks like in the local church, we want to make sure that our people have the tools, the resources, the ideas, the insights that is going to help them to work in their church to accomplish their mission, which God has given us. So we do, uh, here in Louisiana, appreciate the Disciple Leaders Network. John, we appreciate you as the executive director of that network and the new role and responsibilities you're now fulfilling there. So let me just give you just a moment to maybe share some last-minute thoughts or, or, or comments about this networking that we're trying to do and trying to encourage people to be a part of. Well, the greatest thing is that networking throughout my life has been invaluable. And for those that I network with, they would say the same, you would say the same. And we, we may not recognize the value of it early on in our ministries. Uh, so, and a lot of it happened by accident or maybe by providence. We don't know. Yeah. But nonetheless, it is so important, because, not just because of what we learn, not because of what we get, but because of what we're able to give and also because of just the relationships we need, that the, the friendships that come out of those networking opportunities. And I would encourage every leader here, maybe you think, well, I don't know if I need that time, invest the time in that. I'm too busy where I am. Just don't get so busy that you find yourself on an island all alone. Yeah. Because sometimes you're somewhere, some point, you're going to need other leaders who do what you do to speak into your life. That's perfect. I couldn't have said that better, John. Thank you so much for joining us today for this podcast of Discipleship Matters. And uh, I just want to encourage you to go to discipleleaders.com and be a part of that ministry network. You can always contact us here at the Louisiana Baptist Convention to get that passcode that will get you access to free membership and all those tools and resources. But I hope more than anything, you're going to find some networking partners, people in ministry just like you, who can be a part of shaping one another where iron sharpens iron, just like you said as we began. John, thank you so much for your comments and your ideas today. And thank you so much for, for joining us on the Discipleship Matters podcast. Thank you, Sean. Well, thank you so much for joining us today in our podcast, Discipleship Matters, on the topic of networking. The fact is our ministry can sometimes be a struggle. We can go through some ups and downs in our ministries and in our life, and it's good to have a network we can depend upon, a people that we can call upon, share our dreams and our ideas, as well as share our frustrations. I hope you'll join us again on our next podcast of Discipleship Matters. You can always find resources on our website at louisianabaptist.org, louisianabaptist.org. I hope you'll check it out today. This podcast has been made possible by your gifts through the cooperative program.